0: Hi everyone and welcome to Fancy Football Wives, episode two of season two. I am Anya, lifelong Spurs fan, married to an Arsenal fan.
1: And I'm Sarah, uh, I know you've got my name then, a City fan, Married United fan. Sorry, did you forget it? Because it's been three weeks <laughs> since we recorded and everyone, I
0: have to apologise. This is absolutely my fault. I have been travelling non-stop this summer and Sarah and I were trying to work out when we could find a slot last week. And just with the time zone difference and the fact that I had a pretty intense uh, job going on, I just, we couldn't make it work and we're so sorry. Um, but it means you've missed out on all my fantastic scores in fantasy football.
1: Maybe people have just been worried that you have given up. Just thrown in the towel, not engaging, not talking about it. I mean it.
0: I am engaging. I I sacrificed my time in New York to go and watch Spurs lose at home to Newcastle 1-0. I went
1: oh yeah how does bar feel now I went
0: to the Spurs bar on 14th street and we were all thinking this is like a slam dunk four nil and we didn't even get one goal. Yeah, so um, it was very interesting. And um, we did discuss with my friend who was there. Hello, Charlie. Um, whether v- the VAR team have been given a quota because already we've seen more penalties mm. than ever um, for the beginning of the season. And for me, there were two pretty blatant uh, penalties and neither of them were given. So I wonder if it was like, look, if it's you know 80%, 90%, still don't give it. I don't know
1: it just doesn't feel very consistent does it in its application yeah no
0: and 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 Um, that's actually what a ref's like which is it's not consistent like you know refs have given penalties for something that hasn't even you know clearly isn't a penalty and they've also looked away when it's been clearly a penalty so it's like well hang on VAR's supposed to avoid all of that
1: yeah I guess it's another thing um that makes a ref a a good ref or a villain ref of like, oh, God, this ref always uses VAR, will be the kind of thing my dad will say about them in his general dislike of referees. But, yeah, it's still a judgment call. So even though VAR's meant to take judgment out of it, and it either is or it isn't, it is still a judgment call. And also, when you see them drawing their lines, looking at them from different perspectives, Mm. it's still a judgment call. It is still subjective. So should
0: I give you some inside goss?
1: Okay. Oh yeah, is that from your my dad? dad?
0: Well, he probably doesn't listen to this, so he won't care. But Pat, oh
1: Kev, my mate Kev. is <laughs> our number one fan. So he
0: told me that apparently they don't have the same amount of cameras. Well, this is not he told me. This is the case. There aren't the same amount of cameras at each uh, stadium, and therefore, yeah, I totally believe that. And therefore, for VAR, there are some stadiums where they can call a decision. Better than in others. So he said, to be honest, penalty areas should be covered. It's more outside of the penalty area where it's difficult. But particularly the three o'clock match on a Saturday, when you've got, you know, seven or eight matches going on, those are the ones that are going to have the weakest amount of equipment to be able to call the right decision.
1: I totally think that's true. And yeah, it's still all about angles, Mm. isn't it? Um, of an image and you can look at it a different way.
0: And I think reputation of a player because that penalty call of, on Kane, like, I'm not, I mean, everyone was like, he's clearly, that is he's clearly been taken down, but maybe because it's Kane and there was, a time when he was kind of considered to be looking for penalties maybe it wasn't given i don't know but to be honest we should have beaten newcastle we should have beaten them at home and like kudos to newcastle who with their 10 man in in 10 men in defense plus dubrafka did a bloody good job
1: You actually um, made me change my mind what I was going to do with my team this week. And we can talk about that later. But but that game uh, changed my thinking.
0: Now, listen, we've skipped straight to Newcastle Tottenham, but there was a match before that where um, it finished 2-2. Didn't it, Sarah? Yeah. Rightly or wrongly?
1: Well, Well, again, wrongly. And again, because of VAR.
0: Oh, she still can't let go, everyone. She still oh can't let go. Now, listen. if We're going to talk Champions League. I'd just like to say you've got a much bloody easier group than Spurs do, right? Enough. I think well, good. Spurs, <laughs> Spurs, City chat. Uh, given that we've been, I feel away, like it's just been Spurs chat this week. Just Spurs. Chat. I'm making up. I'm making up now. Uh, given that we've missed three weeks, I thought I'd, instead of good week, bad week, I thought I'd do good start, bad start. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to kick off with uh, part one of the episode, Good Start, Bad Start.
1: So welcome back to the podcast. I hope you managed to half dunk a back during that break. Um, so kicking off, no good week this week, but good start. So good three weeks uh-huh. two weeks um and how could we not mention this guy out of nowhere uh this finished footballing forward he plays for Norwich has scored five goals and gone up 0.5 million in three weeks of course we're talking about Pookie oh yes you can good night Isla do you want to say hello to all our podcast listeners oh. say hello hello hi Isla do you like hello yellow Yeah. oh she knows we're talking about norwich <laughs> do you remember that do you remember <laughs> that time she
0: guessed the fun fact and it was she said yellow and i was like yes it's norwich
1: i see a, a thing anyway daddy says upstairs now Thanks. good night. night see you tomorrow right well there we go she knew we were talking about norwich norwich um, and mr
0: to me, to me pucky or pookie Oh, is it Pucky or Pooky? I don't know. I was just taking the Mickey because we, we don't know how to pronounce anything. <laughs>
1: shout shout out to one of our newest listeners, um, one of the guys that works at Pinterest who had a meeting week this week. He uh, he called me out on our um, poor pronunciation again. <laughs>
0: oh God,
1: all right. <laughs> so is it Pooky or Pucky? What? Regardless, it's a surprise for most people, but apparently this is no surprise for any actual Norwich fans. Um, I considered bringing him in. Are you going to jump on the bandwagon? Well,
0: over 700,000 fantasy football managers have transferred him in this week alone. And he's now owned by over 36% of fantasy football managers. And he's leading the Players League with a total of 35 points. But this is the question. Is it just a bandwagon? Or is he actually going to be picking up the golden boot at the end of the season? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but my thoughts today were seeing how many people owned him. Is it a case of if you don't have him, then you're set apart, uh set behind, or you know, having someone else is differential because if so many people have him, then they all get the same points.
0: Well, we'll we'll leave all our um answers for part two because mm-hmm. we've got a couple of questions on him as well. Right, number number two on good start is our friend Mo Salah. Well, why is he
1: our friend
0: why is he our friend because we talk about him a lot so I feel like oh. you know we're familiar with him
1: all right not not
0: <laughs> I don't like Mourinho
1: I just remember our uh, second ever guest Will Rose it's Will's mate his mate <laughs>
0: Will's mate, Mo Salah. Well, he is mentioned here because he's the only player to make it twice into the Dream Team so far in three weeks, with Liverpool the only team to pick up three points in each match. But again, is this just a case of he's had one good week, one average week, one good week? Is he going to go back to having one average week? I don't know. But he's. I always
1: say he's overrated, don't I? So yeah. I'm sticking.
0: Right. And final shout out?
1: Yeah, to Burnley's Ashley Barnes, he's returned points in each of the games, and there's only six point six million. So he's currently fourth on Tater points. Um, and yeah, who, who would have thought an Norwich player and a Burnley player? I know it's been it's not been a good start for uh, for clean sheets, has it? No. I think generally, I'd like to run a stat on this. If anyone knows, I'd say this is a lower point start to the season than uh, previous seasons.
0: Maybe, maybe, but it does bring us nicely onto bad bad start, which is that, yeah, no team has had consecutive clean sheets and only Everton have managed to have two clean sheets out of three game weeks. So what is going on? And I wonder, does it make sense to have premium defenders and goalkeepers anymore and instead save that money for the midfielders and forwards? I don't know. You you had a bad start because Alisson obviously was injured in that first game week against Norwich and he had to take him out.
1: Yeah, but I took him out and I put a vote on Twitter and got lots of great advice. And I've had Pickford in. So um that's worked out for me. Well yeah <laughs> but he- I had this thought today. I have Robertson and Van Dyke. And I'm like, well they're not getting me any points. <laughs> At the moment,
0: I mean, I don't think it makes sense to have Robertson. Out of the Liverpool defenders, Van Dijk and TAA are kind of more likely to score or assist. But um, I think, you know, Liverpool, they are currently the team that's won all three matches. We know they're strong. Um, And I'm sure they're going to end up with a couple of clean sheets over the next few game weeks because they don't have difficult teams to play.
1: Who they've got? Burnley. Well, there you go. Newcastle, and then Chelsea.
0: Well, Burnley and Newcastle. Well, to be honest, Newcastle upsets Spurs, <laughs> and Burnley are actually doing pretty well. But you know,
1: maybe they went to Burnley away. You never know what's going to happen at Turf Moor.
0: Right. Uh, on to next bad, bad start, and that's for. Man- oh, can I do this one? Can uh, I do this one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You go for it.
1: <laughs> it's a bad start for Man United players missing penalties. What is going on there? Uh, Pogba and Rashford, they can't decide who's going to take it and then they both keep missing.
0: Well, to defend Rashford, he did score his first penalty, but then, yeah, he missed he missed the one uh, against uh, Crystal Palace on Saturday.
1: Yeah, and then Pogba missed the one the week before. I mean, it's wonderful to watch, but... Um, it just seems a bit disorganized, as in, you know, um, old Olay has gone. Just, just you work it out between yourselves on the pitch. I don't feel like there's an actual strategy behind the the penalty taking. So, I don't know. It's like if you win it, you take it. But
0: well, apparently they had a mature discussion before they decided uh, who was going to take it. But yeah, Rashford was the the clear taker on Saturday, and he and he missed it. So. Well, you know what, I think up until then he'd had like um he'd he'd scored every single penalty. So he was due to miss one. But what was a bad start for those man new players meant that it was great for anyone who had Patricio or Hennessy and we need to actually say sorry uh, to is it FPL Ian, the guy that won the league last year, because he said to us, Shall I have Patricio or Keppen?" And I said well, we hate Manu and love Wolves, but we also say don't play with your heart. So maybe go for Keppa. And then I was like, please tell me you went for Patricio. And he was like, no,
1: I oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your advice is going is going downhill, to be honest, Anya.
0: I oh, know nobody should listen to anything I say.
1: <laughs> I should I'm listen to it except for expert.
0: me. I think my three Spurs players and my heart is causing me causing me the damage mm. at the moment. Right? Who? Well, talking of heartbreak. We have to talk about poor Berry FC and all those fans who have lost their club. After. Well, they've
1: lost their club. I mean, they do go back into non league, so it's not complete Can you hear Lossie screaming?
0: <laughs> I can. I think she's really upset about what have you to Bury. I Verbal think she's club really
1: well. upset. But yeah, it is really sad. It was sad reading um Phil Neville talking about it because he has been involved in that club his life and his family and his mum worked there. His mum was the club secretary until recently. But they were prevented from being able to do anything to help out because of um, Salford.
0: Well no, it, I mean it's it's pretty disastrous because from what I've understood and what I've read is that Barry's been suffering from just a lack of funding in general as a, as a town. So when you then take away something that's bringing in money as well it's just going to have an even worse consequence on the on the people that live there and it's uh,
1: contrasted by being so close to United and City and you know a lot of United and City fans are from Bury um yeah. my dad uh is from Bury is he actually that's not true my granddad lived there
0: was he upset your dad's about this
1: I haven't spoken to him but I'm sure he is because he's a a northwest football man he would have seen Bury many times um but you know it's not city so
0: <laughs> no it's not city i mean and city and united have come under quite a lot of uh, commentary as the kind of super rich clubs that have been bankrolled by foreign billionaires but is it their fault i don't know i think it's more the fault of whoever managed berry i mean you just do not get these clubs into that much debt without a without a way out i think
1: i'm i'm very sad for the players Um, what happens to them now and the fan base yeah but look and I know I will be criticised for saying this but as a City fan when we drop down to third division and I know it's not the same as Barry going bankrupt but you know they're going into non-league the fans still have something to support it's just a massive uphill you know James is also a Rangers fan and we've just seen Rangers do the same But the players, they've got to go and find somewhere else to go to now. Um, Mm. And obviously, Barry, I mean, they're the best players. What are they going to do? But, you know, they should have enough in their bank accounts to keep going. But haven't they not paid wages or something for the last six months?
0: Yeah. Well, they just had no money.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Well, all I can say is I hope something comes out of it and they're able to build back up.
0: Yeah, me too. Because in the meantime, all I've heard is like, and on the flip side, at Spurs, you can pay thirty k a season for the seats <laughs> that offer you, you know, super niche, you know, carefully sourced cheeses and you know, beers from the in-stadium microbrewery. And it's like, come on, guys, the fans were literally cleaning up the stadium at Berry to save on cleaning fees. Like, Mad, it's yeah. not very fair, is it? It's not very fair. Right. Well, onto something else that isn't very fair. Should we go on to part two and discuss my fancy football team?
1: <gasps> yes, I can't wait. I've been waiting for three weeks for this.
0: <laughs> so we're back and. First of all, I'd just like to say we've got 187 people in our league. Woo That's amazing. That it's amazing, and we have a lady leading it, Lydia Clements. She's currently leading with 240 points. Now, I'm not going to tell you what that is above my score, but it's a lot. <laughs> Lydia, um,
1: let us know who you are, where you are, and come on the um, as a podcast. guest. Yeah, yeah,
0: or maybe, or maybe Sarah's new co-host. Um, so her team, which is called Tricky Trippier, so we have something in common. I know. Um, she's got Mo Salah, Sterling and Aguero on the team, but she's also got Martial and Rashford. So how has inter- she even
1: inter- done that?
0: So be inter- well, she triple captain Sterling in the last game week. Yeah. So that's what's kind of helped her. Right, so what everyone is waiting for is how are you and I doing? So out of three game weeks, what is the score, Sarah?
1: 3-0 to batters, 3-0 to me.
0: (laughs) That's lovely singing.
1: (laughs) 3-0.
0: Great new chant there from Sarah.
1: (laughs) Oh, Anya, what's happened?
0: Now, can we just kind of give a bit of an like
1: F-what? Perspective. There's an excuse coming, everybody.
0: Well, yeah, there is an excuse, which is not that you're leading by like forty points. You're only like fifteen points ahead of me.
1: Still. still, we decided that we work it out on who wins each game week, and I'm three game weeks ahead.
0: You are, but it's all about to change, Sarah. Oh, it's all uh, about to change. Are you carding? Right. No, I'm not wild carding. I'm sticking with my team because one of my big lessons last season was that I wild carded too early. Um, and I did something really stupid last game week, and this is what killed me. I sold Salah, and he then went on to get 15 points. And I banked on Spurs, which, by the way, watching the match, there were a number of occasions where Kane and Lucas Mora could have got me points, and just neither of them ended up capitalising on didn't. it. But they didn't. But they did in previous game weeks, so I'm sticking with them. And I'm hoping that selling Salah for Mane, which ended up freeing up funds for Martial, ironically, um, will end up being just as good as having Salah. Now, I'd just like to say, with three game weeks in, it's a marathon, not a sprint.
1: (laughs) It's a marathon made up of...
0: But the biggest mistake I've made, the biggest mistake I've made is I chose the wrong Burnley forward. So I did talk about Chris Wood in our first episode. He'd had such an amazing preseason. And it turns out Ashley Barnes is getting all the points, not Chris Wood. So I'm not sure if that's going to turn around. I've given Chris Wood one more game week and then I'll be getting Ashley Barnes in if he scores again this game week. But um, my one plus point is, is Kevin De Bruyne. He's been doing very well for me.
1: Kevin De Bruyne who by the way in the
0: first game week I was like I'm gonna have Sterling and then I and not have Salah and then I ended up changing my mind bringing in Salah and Um. and swapping Sterling for Kevin De Bruyne um so what's been going well for you how come you're all of 17 points ahead of me well
1: let's just say that I had a disaster last week so the fact I still beat you was amazing um but like most people, defence is really hard because no-one's keeping clean sheets. But I'm so far ahead because I have Sterling in my team and I captained him on that first week and he brought me 40 points, which has definitely put me ahead. Um, Obama Yang has also been a good shout, as is Kevin De Bruyne. Um, and those three saved me basically the last two weeks. So that's what's right. going well. Um, what's not going well is the defence. I've got a mainly Liverpool City defence, which you think would um, work out well. But um, since game week one, it hasn't. Um, and then the other thing I did, and I don't know why I ever did this in FPL. Michelle, you called me out on it. I put David Luiz on my team.
0: I don't know why you did no, that. It's because you just knew his name.
1: I just thought I'd have an Arsenal player and he was cheap and i just mix it up a bit. But um, you'd be pleased to know he is no longer on my team.
0: Well, That is good to hear. So uh, I'm not touching my defence this week. Uh, the only transfer I need to make is for Martial, who says he is out. Unknown return date because of thigh injury. So I've got about seven and a half million to bring in and I think I might go against the Pookie bandwagon but bring in the other good Norwich player at, at the moment which is Cantor. Oh
1: I've already done it already done it.
0: <laughs> that makes me not want to do
1: it. <laughs> so I've like, already done my transfers and I've actually taken a points hit This so maybe oh, yeah chef. so maybe the 17 points is actually thirteen points. Share what's going on. So I have bought in Cantwell. I said, I'm not going to jump on that bandwagon, but someone's got to feed in the ball. <laughs> one of my colleagues who's a Norwich fan was like, bring Cantwell on. So I actually bought him on. Um, yeah. I took out... Um, oh, who did I take out for him? Uh, don't remember, they were so important. Um, and then I have taken out David Luis. And I've put Dean in um, for Everton, yeah. So I think that's a good move. And then everybody, big news. I've got,
0: you've got Man new fan. you've got Man new player. I've
1: gone against my principles again.
0: <laughs>
1: what have you done? So I did have you got Man U player. In? I did start the season going where well, I went wrong last year, was I went against my principles and put Man United players in my team, and I'm not doing it this season. Well, I have Anya, because I've had to check to myself, and I said, well. You're already beaten only 3-0. You've got to keep winning. You've got to have a winner's mentality. Take the heart out of it. So I have Rashford on my team now.
0: Interesting. Mm,
1: didn't think I'd do it, did you?
0: No, and I thought you were going to laugh at me, being like, I told you not to take Martial. I told you not to take a Manu player.
1: No, no, I put Rashford on. So...
0: Right. Well, that's very interesting. Now, I I need to find someone for Martial um, and I, I've got 8.4 million. Um, Cantwell seems like an easy choice because he's only 4.7 and he's done pretty well. But a team I'm looking at, and I don't usually look at them, but a team that's got two good fixtures coming up is West Ham. Yeah, but I look at this,
1: but it's still West Ham.
0: They're playing Norwich and Villa. Yeah. Anyway, Maybe I should get in touch with the person that's leading our league and see who she's going to replace (laughs) Marcel with. Right. um, So, who before we go on to our fancy football wives mailbag, who
1: are you captaining? Only one choice for me this weekend, yeah. Aguero. No, I don't even have Aguero. Sterling. Oh, you don't have Aguero? Sterling. Sterling captain with a cheeky rash of advice in case he gets reletted.
0: Ah. So, I'm going to go with Mane. And then I think next week it's a toss-up between Manet and De Bruyne. De Bruyne, can you say his name right? No, because then that would go against the entire
1: (laughs) ethos of this podcast. Oh, I just so annoying. I I'm feeling really good about my team this week.
0: Good, famous last words. Yeah. Uh, isn't it a shame, everyone, that we don't record every week so that we could kind of call cool ourselves up on what we did wrong the week beforehand?
1: Uh, well, maybe we've got we could to... squeeze one in next week and catch up a bit. I can't, I can barely oh, do it for two, business. three weeks. I'm so busy.
0: Oh, no, I don't like saying that, but it's just like it is actually quite a bit of work for me to prepare for this, okay. even though people don't think it is. I'll let you off. Next right. Week. Thanks so much, Sarah. So first questions up from at Usman Jafar Ruma. Hi there. Nice to have you back. Um, so his question is, captaincy for game week for PS, I don't own Sterling. Right. So he doesn't own Sterling, but we don't
1: know if he does <laughs> own Well, I think maybe he uh, maybe he o- owns, owns? Oh, owns De Bruyne. Captain, yeah? Yeah. I thought about captaining him.
0: Or Aguero. Uh, Basically captain someone from Liverpool or from city. city.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good shout. Or Rashford.
0: Or Rashford. Well,
1: they're playing Southampton away and they've got to do something because they
0: Who have you turned into Well, South they're versus? starting...
1: they've started poorly again haven't they they
0: lost the Crystal Palace I'm not at home Uh,
1: they've missed penalties all over the place tell you what last week we guessed he was going to be fired first I'd throw Ole in the mix now oh no I don't think so I think your first guess of Lampard
0: wasn't too bad but I do think it's Roy Hodgson. Right, uh, although they beat Man U, so maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Right, second question. Pookie
1: worth a point hit going into game week four. That's from at Shot the Star. Um hmm.
0: Maybe after Game Week Four. If he returns again, then it's like impossible not to have him.
1: The issue is, is just because so many people He's own kind of blank. him blank if so many people own him and he gets another hat trick, where you just to have the same points as everyone else,
0: but he's not going to get another hat trick.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, and then they play City afterwards. I just don't, I just don't see. I think this is going to be one of those situations like Richarlison last year when everyone was like, "Whoa, Richarlison's so good," and then he just disappeared.
1: Yeah,
0: like, like in November.
1: Alright. So this is what I'm telling myself. Bandwagon. <laughs>
0: This is what I'm telling myself. So basically, at half Star, we're saying no.
1: Their fixture, I mean, their next fixture is uh, what, West Ham, but then it's City and then Burnley away. I mean, I think they've had an easier start to the season, but. You
0: know. What, really? Liverpool and Chelsea. Yeah, but he didn't
1: score um, against Liverpool, did he? Yeah, he did. Oh, he's did the he? Own, there's only
0: 10 players that have ever scored a goal in their opening three games, and he's one of those 10 players.
1: Oh, well, there you go. What do I know about football?
0: <laughs> more than me more than me right next question at East Bay Gooner so I reckon he's an Arsenal fan <laughs> might not give him any tips do him any favours um, any questions you said right one is heavy on mid and attack the melody it seems like not a single team likes to keep a clean sheet mm-hmm. yeah we just discussed that and two is the Sterling Salah combo a no. must No, I don't even think you need one of them. No, you
1: do need one of them. Oh, you totally need one of them, just because you've got neither. Now? Yeah, but, you know, you're not doing that well.
0: Maybe a good question (laughs) to ask me in two weeks' time. And three, will wolves suffer the EL plague like Burnley last year? I don't. No, I, don't get it, I think they, ha- they haven't started, they haven't started the Europa League. Like, ah. I don't think they've started too badly. I mean, they've not lost. Oh, I definitely
1: enjoyed watching them against United.
0: Yeah, I, did, I mean, they're not, it's not like they've lost all their three matches. Mm. They've drawn and they've won. So I don't think
1: they're doing too badly. No, of um, second, second team.
0: But I do do like Wolves, and I do really like Burnley. I really like McNeil that plays for Burnley. I like the fact there's quite a lot of English players at Burnley as well.
1: Wolves are just Portugal in disguise. It's just literally Portugal.
0: Now, I have to say, by the way, Norwich's style of playing has changed. Since
1: when? Since when?
0: Since they were in the Premier League last time. No, but I used to remember watching them and thinking it's like playing a rugby team mm. but in football kits and now they've got this lovely clean style and you know the manager used to be the assistant to Delia is
1: delia so... still involved delia yes? smith she used to own Anybody yeah probably... she used to own norwich or be the chairwoman
0: shut up not know Jeez.
1: this there's a there's a fun no. fact for you anya my goodness there's quite a few
0: female owners aren't there i don't know if she's um,
1: Just, here we go google search does delia still own norwich she is she is the joint majority shareholder alongside her husband
0: that's amazing she must be loving this season then um right that's yeah, what we're both going they to, are picking to. Up a storm. that is what oh <laughs> she's here <all laughs> season guys oh i wonder if our listeners will if still any- listen <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, if anyone is still listening, they're probably was Anyone's
1: still off.
0: listening. So come... You have to let us know if you're still listening to to have heard Sarah's great oh, joke. I think it is. They way... used
1: to do this on Chris Mulls' podcast, that when you're listening to the podcast, if, if anyone is listening to the podcast, tweet us when you're listening to it and where you are.
0: Uh, if Jeff is listening, by the way, he will appreciate oh. that joke
1: we'll be we'll both be really sad if Jeff doesn't tweet us so please help our egos and tweet if you're listening <laughs> we love a tweet Next. we love a tweet just like the canaries <laughs> I haven't even had a wine
0: I haven't oh, even had oh a wine. my goodness <laughs> two two jokes there for
1: free from <laughs> it's because I went to Edinburgh Fringe last week so now I fancy myself uh, as a so
0: fancy so you think you're a stand-up comedian <laughs> Gosh, and she's got the ego from winning 3-0 so far. Sitting up
1: here on my pedestal.
0: Next question from FPL price changes. Change the subject. (laughs) Simple.
1: KDB or Aguero. Um, I'd say KDB. I also don't think it's that simple. I do. Aguero won't get that much game time this year. I cannot
0: wait. I cannot wait for him to score a hat trick and me go. Sarah, you said "Katie, We got two
1: last week, a didn't we, Aguero? But, uh, you know, just, you know, as you said, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. KGB <laughs> at- should be there Je- every week, in and out. Jeff,
0: Jeff, Jeff's got the next question. Hello, ladies. Instead of big at the back, how does boggle at the back sound? Very good. I like it. Um, by the way, Jeff wrote a brilliant poem, which you probably didn't see because you don't look, ever look at that Twitter message group. He wrote a brilliant poem. We should put it on our podcast. Put it on our um, new podcast. defense of yes, yes, we'll do that, Jeff. If you are still listening, we're going to put your poem on the website. Uh, defense of Dean Lindstrom and three four point five rotating defences. Yeah, it sounds absolutely fine to me. I'm not looking at defense at and all. It, Whatever you say is probably better than anything. And I've this got. is
1: from Jeff. I'm going triple Liverpool at the back. You know, he used to do triple Liverpool defense
0: he did he's not doing that at the moment he probably doesn't even have one Liverpool yeah. defender uh, FPL Michelle she says should I triple captain Aguero <sighs> Sterling
1: Sterling oh you're saying no, yes I triple not. captain Sterling
0: again Yeah, later. it's not a
1: bad call and I think you're brave but I don't think it's a silly idea Michelle
0: I wouldn't do it yet a bit too cautious
1: but, oh, there we go hope that helps Michelle <laughs> <laughs> which is should
0: i triple captain aguero sterling i'm saying i wouldn't use triple captain i think that's never helpful. i said you should <laughs> it's a bit like when i sold said patricio or kepp and i said don't play with your heart but then also don't in fact cover. michelle has given um, us
1: better advice than we've ever given out so. yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, she should probably just host the podcast. Right, uh, final question from at mbison22. He always gives a slightly random question. questions. I
1: already answered this one on Twitter. I can't help myself.
0: Oh, goodness. Right, well, no spoilers, Sarah. Yes. What did you say? Uh, but the question is, are people who wild-kited in Game Week 2 Correct.
1: puppets? There's no need to do that. You can't get it. I don't feel like anyone can have got it all that wrong. That they needed to No,
0: I'm not even I'm not doing it. I'm sticking to my gun. No. A big match, big match this weekend. My husband's in Austria and will probably miss it, but I am going to be here cheering on the Spurs. When you say here, you mean my in my
1: flat on my own with my son.
0: Yeah, and at least I can actually get Roger to cheer for Spurs because I haven't got Nick to That's kind of true. intervene and say, Anya, we said we'd be neutral and be like, well.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Here- you can decorate the place. Oh, I never told you what the Spurs game at the weekend made me change my mind on. You see, oh, I was going to bring Son in, but then I remembered that Son isn't very good and Kane is around. So I'm going to wait now until Kane gets injured and then I'm going to bring Son in. There you go.
0: So I think we should just very quickly touch on Kane, which is I think he is finding it incredibly difficult to find space and score because I think he's become very predictable, and all the defenders ahead of playing against Tottenham they have studied Kane to a T, and he just cannot. He's also very selfish. Um, and that's why I also think Lucas Mora is a better shout than Kane. But I've still got Kane. I still believe. But i still
1: captained Kane. Against Who are goal. you captaining?
0: I think. So I'm going to captain Mane against Burnley. And then I'm between Mane and KDB. Mane and
1: column. Kane. Okay. So. Right. Yeah. So Sarah,
0: I guess we'll see you in two weeks' time. Hopefully, I'll have levels <laughs> it out it be to three, too. Oh, my God. Hopefully Pookie Should I start looking card. for
1: replacements if it gets 5 nil?
0: Yeah, because I just won't <laughs> be turning up. No, I will. Who else no would you one. rather do the podcast no with? No one. Look, a lot of MPs are going to be out of work for five weeks, so you can get them involved. I'm not talking about
1: peroguing on this podcast. This is a peroguing zone, free zone.
0: And yet you've just right, right, it it's like
1: saying we're
0: <laughs> <laughs> Three times three times and on that note everyone have a great game week and uh don't listen to anything i've said go against it and you'll do well
1: bye bye